They don't just survive, they thrive. The NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. 702 and NetBank want to give you the support that you need to take your business to the next level. We've asked you to go to business.702.co.za to tell us about your business. We are about to profile one of those businesses. And uh, listen to this first. You're a business owner driven to succeed. You've worked hard for your money and you wanted to grow. With Whole View Business Banking from NetBank, you can partner with a team of dedicated banking specialists who are able to give you a different perspective on how your money should flow to help you achieve your desired goals. Tailored solutions from NetBank can take your business to the next level. Search for Whole View Business Banking and partner with NetBank today. See money differently. NetBank, an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. Okay, so today we have a very interesting business and I'm smiling because you wouldn't quite associate a black female with this kind of business. And I just love that people are just uh, being eclectic. They, they, they have an eclectic mix of interests that we're diversifying. It's actually inspirational. Who do we have today, Pablo? Really, we're going to be speaking to Nobantu Mtimde from Makwande Auctioneers. And what they do is they're auctioneers that specialize in the businesses that we in the public don't really see. They specialize in business-to-business auctioneering. They look for obsolete assets, scrap, salvage, which they then on-sell to buyers in order to release cash back into the businesses that they serve. It's, it's a fascinating story because this business is driven entirely by, by a really formidable human being. She is... A woman of action, she is non-stop, she has high energy. And often when we look at somebody in Nobantu's position, because it's a successful business really and it's growing, and it's growing from strength to strength, we often turn on and say, oh, okay, all right, so she's a comrade. <laughs> and that's how it got going. Or there's a blesser somewhere. Or mm-hmm. some someone was incentivized to give her a deal. She's cut her teeth in the private sector predominantly, almost exclusively. Mm. And if you listen to what she has been through, what she and her husband have been through to get this business off the ground, really, that's the story that no one ever talks about. Hmm. Okay, let's welcome Nobantu Mtimde, who is the owner of Magwande Auctioneers. And I'm fascinated by this, Nobantu, especially the sweat that went on, uh, you know, b- behind the scenes. And, and very few people expect to hear a female's name, a woman's name associated with the work that you are doing. Uh, take us back to when it first started. You were briefly employed at an auctioneering firm. What happened next? Uh, well, firstly, good afternoon, Reddy. Thank you so much uh, to you, Pablo, as well, for the wonderful opportunity. Um, just to go back to the beginning, um, when people ask me how did it all start, I always tell them that, listen, there was no uh, a sober approach to, to starting this business. We just, you know, I had exposure to, to the industry through being employed in another in another company and you know, when I started seeing the workings and understanding what it was all about, you know, the bug just bit me and I thought, wow, um, I think this is a massive opportunity for me to go out on my own and just do it my way with my flavor, with my with my sort of um, um, take on it, you know, and, and auctioneering or disposal of assets is, is very much a vendor process. But I just felt strongly that I could perhaps um, add some sort of flair innovation in terms of um, the, the entire disposal process. 
Mm. And uh, Pavla, I mean, she says that they've cut their teeth with a few big clients and now they're ripe and ready uh, to do more. What do they need to get to that level? Look, the most exciting deal that Nobantu is currently working with is with the biggest steel manufacturer and fabricator in South Africa, mm-hmm. where she's dealing in some complicated chemical compounds, really, mm. that finds itself in steel rods. And she said to me it was a mountain of steel rods that she had to dispose of. I think it was magnesium, lead, lead um, magne- What was it, Nobantu? Yes. Um, it was um, magnesium rods. It was small, one meter long at magnesium rods. So imagine, here is a person who hasn't been in the industry before, crafting a position in the industry, dealing in, the, in a tough environment, in the business-to-business environment. And there are two things that are needed to get this business really moving to the next level. The first is you need to have good quality stock. Good quality stock, whatever it might be, finds high prices and if Nobantu's job is to turn obsolete stock who's one man's poison Mm. that's another man's medicine so (laughs) she's going to get good quality stock the next thing is she needs to do it frequently it needs to be ongoing so she needs as many deals as possible Mm. and what's exciting about this business and what I see in its future it's a business that is traditionally very much run through family institutions oh. because it's a lifestyle business in many instances. She's traveling extensively. She has to deepen her knowledge on an ongoing basis across big business value chains. And really, mm-hmm. on Friday, we spoke about a supply chain. And a supply chain is all the stuff that a business buys. A value chain is all the stuff that a business buys, mm-hmm. how it improves on it and adds value to it, and then how it sells it. So it's right across the spectrum of three big industries that she focuses on, which are steel, the auto industry, and the ICT, the, the computer tech industry. Mm-hmm. The longer Nobantu sticks at this, the deeper she understands the value chains, the more the intuitive and intellectual property of a business like this builds, Mm -hmm. the deeper the relationships in the industry build, the more success she has in it. It amplifies and it builds on itself till she becomes almost a household brand in these particular sectors. This Mm -hmm. is not a three-year gig. Mm. It's a 30-year gig. And that's why it's good having her husband involved. And that's why I'm very pleased to say they've got kids because they should turn this which is traditionally a family-driven business, into a family-driven business. Uh, Pavel, I want to ask you before we ask her for her response there, uh, I'm reading, you're talking about the third year, uh, 30-year plan, and I see that they want to expand into steel manufacturing, auto manufacturing, ICT, maritime marinas. When does a business know when to diversify and do more? Because sometimes that's not necessarily always good for a business, depending on, how you what you're doing and how you're running the business it's such a good it's such a good question Mm. because it often leaves a lot of people perplexed Mm. and especially when the industry you're in might not be as vibrant as you hoped it would be the temptation to move into a completely different place and space is is always there and really the, the argument i always make is when you're building a business as she is in this instance this is a big industry it's a very big industry Nabantu could be busy for the next 30, 40 years and still not saturate her opportunities. When you're building a a business like this, the Mm -hmm. underlying business systems, in other words, the activities that allow you to find customers, the activities that allow you to service customers, 
I call that a system of delivery. You need to build that and stabilize it. And then new opportunities must be built off the back of that platform, mm. which means go into other parts of the economy without a doubt. Yeah. But anything that requires you to rebuild that platform is a very, very bad idea because you're going to take your eye off the ball. You've got vicious mm. competitors out there who are equally hungry for business. And in effect, what it means is you're rebuilding a brand new business on the side. That's mm. not how wealth gets created. Build your system of delivery, deepen the system of delivery mm. so that you can spend your time looking at growth as opposed to running the operations. Nobantu, how does that sound to you? It really sounds fabulous because I think even if we look at our growth strategy as a business, is to look at the foundation of the systems that we, we already have and look at where and how we can replicate the exact same systems because we know it works, we know what needs to happen we know who our suppliers are, our reliable suppliers. You know, we know we've got the customer network as well, the buyer network. So now the next phase really is about saying, now that we've built this foundation, how can we take it and replicate it across the industries that we're targeting? Because we already know, we've proven that the systems are working and they are, um, they, we're delivering for the client as well. I mean, one of the things that we discussed with Pablo was, you know, what is the best feeling that you have or what is the best thing about this? It's really about handing over that check. It's about exceeding um, our, our mm. customers' targets because we are ultimately a target-driven business. We earn commissions, so we're driven by mm. how much sweat and blood and tears we put in it. That's what, what we get out at the end of the day. So, you know, we know exactly what works. We're in that fortunate position to have tried to test it you know, a lot of different combinations and moving forward is about taking what we know works and duplicating it and building it in other environments that we, we're looking to grow into. Oposo, Nobantum, Tim Day, who's the <laughs> owner of Makwande Auctioneers. Good luck to you, darling, and we'll all be sitting here watching your success. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Nobantum, Tim Day, owner of Makwande Auctioneers. She's so gratifying, hey, Pablo? Completely. Yeah, and, you know, there's something, there's something so pure and so beautiful about hearing somebody who has such an affinity and and a love and a care for the business that they're building, where they can see a bigger picture, they can see how to make things better, work better, and and that that level of passion, it's been turned with her into a lot of pragmatism. She's delivered big time, really, Absolutely. and I would not be scared to use her at all. Wonderful. And Thomas is trying to rain on our parade. Whoa, wait, <laughs> we're not done yet. Okay, Pablo, tomorrow, what's happening? Okay, tomorrow morning, we're going to... We're going to be looking at a, a business. It's a second-generation family business that is introduced in a very tired, staid, old, mm. often quite boring, trudgy, grudgy industry. Mm. Some of the sexiest technology out there. It's called 3D augmentation. And you know I don't know what that is. Right? I know you don't. <laughs> okay, so I'll be listening and I'll learn more. Okay, Pablo, we chat to you tomorrow. Could you or do you know of someone who could benefit from supporting this business that we've just profiled? Find out more about them on business.702.co.za. The businesses we profile are really, really making South Africa a better place through the jobs they create, the innovation they bring, and their commitment to the country. Listen in when we showcase the next business owner on Kualane Guala tomorrow morning, the NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. See money differently. Visit business.702.co.za for more.